brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What up, everybody? Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Fast Tracks Wednesday night. Can't wait to see all the folks on Wednesday night session. If you're in the Fast Tracks program and you're not joining us on Wednesday night, where the hell are you at? Because we have some awesome discussions and uh, it can go anywhere. We talk about anything. Tonight's topic is actually going to be GFCIs in the Fast Tracks program, anything that happened at the water cooler that you want to discuss, any code debate you might be having with somebody. Maybe it's on some of the discussion forums or or whatnot, or maybe you just want clarity on something. Uh, maybe you need a calculation help or something. Anyway, that's what we do on Wednesday nights. It is live sessions. We've been doing it for a couple years now. Um, it is the only program out there that supports their actual course. So we have the Fast Tracks program. You're all aware of. If you're not in our program, where you been? If you want to learn the NEC, then our program is the place to be. If you're just trying to get good knowledge of the National Electrical Code, then the Fast Tracks Black is the best place to be. Um, and so uh, join us if you're not a member. Just go over to our website. Now you can go either to electricalcodeacademy.net.com or .org, or you actually can now purchase over at our Fast Tracks system. Dot com as well. So that's just FastTrackSystem.com. So either way, it's totally up to you. Um, but anyway, I wanted to talk this morning about a post that I made on Facebook. And of course, I made it over on the Sparky Hub. So if you want to go read it on the Sparky Hub, uh, and it's just thesparkyhub.com. Or you can go to FastTrackSystem.com and under the navigation bar at the top where it says info hover over it and you'll see the Sparky Hub there. So there's another way to get there. Um, so 
we were talking, what I posted about was I believe there's an error in the National Electrical Code. Now, it's been an error in there for a couple cycles now. And I blame myself for not submitting, not submitting the actual um, change when I knew it was a change a couple cycles ago. Um, I, I, I knew it was a change because I'm the one that, that submitted changing and making sure everybody was clear that you can't use the table that was, you know, born from the 83% rule. Um, I was the one that submitted that. If you go back and look at the uh, public inputs and everything, to make it clear that when you do an adjustment or correction, that you can't just use the 83% based on the service or feeder's rating. Um, you had to do something like we normally do for conductors. You have to do an adjustment or correction if you have an ambient temperature that's other than 86 degrees Fahrenheit, 30 degrees Celsius. So that pretty much is any time, though people don't do it. Um, but you're supposed to make this um, correction. And if you have more than three current carrying conductors, okay, three or more current carrying conductors, then you're supposed to do uh, an adjustment, right? So... Um, one of those type of scenarios where we get into this is, uh, and all those rules associated with 310.15B11, uh, and of course 310.15C1, all of those apply to those conductors. So the rule in 310.12 is only stating that the conductors have to be at least 83% of the service or feeder rating. And of course, we're talking about the rating on the overcurrent device. That dictates the circuit's rating, right? So, it's pretty evident, and of course, it started, some posts happened on, on Facebook, and I had to delete it, because I don't like when things, go, all people were doing is regurgitating exactly what's in 310.12, and I'm like, dude, that's not the question. The question is about the error in D7, when it came to making an adjustment and correction, not about a debate on whether or not you agree with 310.12 or not. You, you can submit your public input if you want for that. In fact, public inputs are open right now. If you want to submit for 2026, go for it. Um, now, that's not what the question was. The question is, in the in, informative annex D7, it gives an example where it says that if you have 175 amp service and you have an ambient temperature of 38 degrees, that you're going to have to adjust for that uh, a correct for that, I guess you should say, because that's a correction. If you're correcting for it, then it results in a 2-watt copper. Well, I show in my example that is not the case. That even the 1-watt copper that you would have based just by going to the table is still adequate to handle the load and not be less than 83% after the adjustment and correction. So, uh, that's a that's my fault for not submitting that to the code panel. I don't ex now the code panel is the one that actually came up with the example because I actually presented the fact that you can't use the table or the baseline of eighty three percent if you had an adjustment and correction, and that got added to the to the language. Okay, so I that was you know that was that was okay. That's that's what it means. The, the problem was when they created the example. 
Now, I know it's an informative annex. I know it's just an example. Um, it's not code, but but it gives the impression that people would go back into the code, and it to me, it's an improper calculation. Why is it improper? Well, because anytime we have a conductor that has a given ampacity, right, and whether the if the ambient temperature or the temperature that we're working with is other than what's in 310.16, then we're all familiar with the fact that we have to do uh, a correction for that. So even in the example back in Informative Annex D7, they give an example. Now the language, it says to use multiplication, but then in their example, they use division. Now we commonly will use division when we know a specific load, right? And then we use division to work our way up, right? Now, that's, the example still works, okay? Don't get me wrong. It, it, I think it, it sends it up to like, I can't remember, 59 point whatever amps. And that's true. A 145.25 divided by, and I think the modifier for 38 degrees Celsius and 310.15 B1, I think it's, I think it's 0.91, okay? 91%. Okay, so it still works. The only problem is you're allowed to go to the 90 degree column because the insulation's rated 90. And we know this because they used 0.91 in the example. And 0.91 is out of table 31015B11, and it's from the 90 degree column. So we know it's 90 degree rated insulation. We also know that 31015A permits us to use a higher temperature rated insulation for adjustment and correction purposes. Now, since we're abandoning the table, Okay, which all it was is just a table in 310.12. It doesn't replace the rule, right? There's a rule there. This is just a table. So all it says is we can't use the table. But we still get to use the 83% rule. And it can't be less, the conductor sizes can't be less than 83% of the service or feeder rating. Okay, we get it. And that was 45.25 amps, 145.25 amps. We get it. The thing that people get confused about is that now you have to just forget the table exists and do it like a normal calculation. And since we have a correction that has to take place, uh, we have to do that correction. So the division is correct in 145.25 divided by 0.91, which gives you 159.4 or something like that. Well, then you get to go to the 90 degree column. And so in this case, you'd pick 170 amps. That would be the one-aught, which happened to be the same size that you did if you didn't apply the correction. It just happened to work out that way. So once you take that 170 amps and then you multiply, as it says in their language of the question, of the example, they actually say multiplication, not division, which, is a, which in itself is confusing for anybody that's reading the handbook, I mean, reading the uh, uh, example in informative annex. So, you really, the example should be using the 170 from the 90 degree column multiplied by 0.91. Thanks, I think it gives you, and I'm driving, so again, bear with me. I think it gives you 154.4 or 154.9, whatever it is, ampacity. So, now, first of all, we know that that one ot is still good for that 145.25 amps. So it still can it's still larger than 83%. So we're maintaining that rule. Secondly, the actual load that we're putting on the conductor, right? Which is again, we're sizing to 
is not exceeding the 75 degrees C column, which is 150 amps, right? So it's perfectly fine, right? Same way it was when they did the example from the table. The 83% rule, uh, you know, went and allowed you to pull it straight from the table, which was one ot under the 75 degree. And the reason you're using 75 is because when you're just pulling from the table, you're not doing any adjustment and correction from the 90. You're just pulling from the table. And that's what we, that's, since there's no conditions of use applied, you just simply go to the terminal limitations, which was 75, right? The reason that they're using the 0.91 and the reason that we get to use the ampacity from the 90 is because we are now applying a correction and that's what the rules in the code tell us. And we ignore the table in 310.12, right? We ignore the table. So it's the same principles that we always do when we're sizing conductors and we have adjustment and corrections. So for one, the ampacity of the conductor, even after adjustment and corrections, as it always says in the code, is still larger than the 83% that it's required to be at least based on 310.12. So it's okay. It doesn't have to go to a 2-aught to do that. And it's still considered protected. It's still considered okay based on the rules in 310.12. So my only thing was that I believe, and I'm open to understand why, the problem on Facebook is that people want to act intelligent and they simply keep regurgitating the rule itself. And that's not what's at question. We're not talking about 310.12. You know, no disrespect to the folks that are posting there. But we're talking about the example under D7. We're not talking about the table under 310.12. That's, that is actually not in the discussion anymore. Why? Because there's an adjustment or a correction that takes place. So, it's not that it gets deep, right? It's not that it's a deep discussion. And it's not that I overtly care that the NEC's example is wrong, because it is an informative annex. It's not enforceable. It's just there. But as an educator, it makes it harder for somebody to teach adjustments and corrections and, and all of those concepts of adjustment and corrections when I believe there's an error in the, uh, the NEC when it comes to D7. Now, there's some people out there, even those maybe on code panel six, that might say that the reason they went for two watt is because, you know, now the conductor is only good for 154 point whatever. But again, the only rule, the, the whole premise of this was the conductors could be smaller than normal under 310.12 anyway. That's the whole allowance of 310.12, right? And so I'd encourage them to go back and read 210.19A1A and B. I encourage them to go back and read 215.2 because those are the principles that you have to apply, okay? Those are the same concepts that we're applying here to this application. It's, it's all similar, Okay, so that's the that's the thing that people get confused when we're talking about the example. 
okay? Just want to make sure that everybody understands. Uh, also, I will tell you, it's a great read because I did have a response from NFPA. It was what I expected from them, as always, saying it's outside of the scope. No, it's not. It's an error in your document. And all I did was ask you to comment on the requirement for an adjustment or correction and how that's to be used. That is very much within the scope of NFPA. But what has happened through the years with NFPA is that they won't want to answer anything that I present to them that's, that could make them look bad or it's confront, uh, you know, confrontational to any other, like a code panel or whatnot. So their response to me, and I included it on the sparkyhub.com if you want to go read it, their response basically said everything in it. It was kind of like it was a freaking cipher, if you will, basically saying exactly what I was saying is that you have to ignore the table. You use 310.16, and, and if you do that, then you're forced to follow the rules for adjustment and corrective purposes. And we get to use the 90 for adjustment and corrective purposes, okay? And we followed all those rules. The key here is that I had to have a conductor that is not less than 83% of the service rating. And that's what the rule in 310.12 is all about. And so it's pretty much common sense, but... I got the response I expected from NFPA. Um, I'm not sure why I even pay the membership when it comes to... I mean, I support NFPA, don't get me wrong. But when it comes to the informal interpretation thing, that's garbage. They're never going to say anything that that's... Uh, you know, what's the point of an interpretation? I ask you whether or not that table was, was... The example was correct, and I gave you scenarios when it wasn't. And I was asking for your informal interpretation. And of course, as always, they won't give me one because they know how I'll use it, right? You know, I'll, so I get it, but it's pretty a cop out if you ask me. And, and uh, you know, to me, it's gotten worse since um, Mark Early left. It was bad then, but it's gotten worse. So anyway, um, that's just me. That's me ranting on it. Uh, but everybody knows I don't care what anybody else's interpretation is anyway. I give you the facts. I lay it out. I explain it. If I hurt butts, if people's butt feelings get hurt, that's fine. That's what I'm, you know, I'm out there for the truth. I don't care about anything else and I'm not here to make friends. So, uh, and I don't work, I don't play well with others and all this kind of other garbage and I get it. Um, it's not, not who I am and that's not how I roll. Uh, if you want straight talk, you want the facts, that's what you listen to me for. All right, everybody. Um, great discussion. Go over to the Sparky Hub. Do me a favor, blow that thing up. Uh, it's uh, www.thesparkyhub.com. Check it out. And uh, would love to have everybody join us on that forum. It's, it's an awesome forum where we talk about just about anything when it comes to the National Electrical Code. Hopefully you check it out. Till next time, folks. Stay safe. God bless. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.